Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Thank you very much, Chris Falar with Greg Hargrave, the Governor Tom Milliken, Heather Park on maternity leave. He is John Jansen. I am Michael Stone. Congratulations. You've made it to Friday of Super Bowl week. Yeah. We know, unfortunately, the Lions were not going to be playing Sunday, but we are here the Friday before the last game of the football season. Yeah. Last real football before, what, Labor Day? Yeah, Labor Day weekend, college yeah. football. Mm-hmm. Real football. college football. Yeah, real football. I mean, yeah. it's it's yeah. Yes, we have the uh, what what is being known as the the UFL, the awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> which might be awful. Uh, we'll see. What time uh, is my, uh, when's uh, Mike Nolan going to be on uh, Necessary Roughness, the podcast, the head coach of the Michigan Panthers? Yeah, that's a that's a that's a Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, we cover the Lions in the NFL. Not not minor leagues. I um, know. sorry, Mike. Mike Mike Mike's a good friend. I know. Um, and and I hope I wish him the best. I think he really enjoys coaching uh, the the Panthers simply because he's a guy that loves to develop young players. That's kind of where he at he's at in his career. But we we get off the tracks here early yeah. um, with uh, with the Michigan Panther. News, but yeah, it is a Super Bowl, um, and and it is an absolutely we are on tap for a February day that we don't get very often. It's going to be in the 60s. It's I, I got in my truck this morning. It was almost 50. It's like 48 when I left the house this morning. Beautiful. It is unbelievable. Jack's going to have outdoor baseball practice tonight in February. Well, that's awesome. It's yeah, pitchers yeah, and catchers awesome. report. <laughs> pitchers and catchers, yes, yes. Uh, and Jack's the catchers. Meet you know. at the park in uh, in Plymouth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of football, we'll get into the Super Bowl stuff later with our picks. Uh, the NFL honors was last night. I watched some of that. We'll get into that as well. But we start on the collegiate uh, level, and uh, yes, Michigan does have a defensive coordinator. And he's a former game show host. No, it's same name, but yes, Wink Martindale. Don. Don yeah. Wink Martindale. Yeah. Yes. No, I yeah. Um, I think this is a good hire. If you know, you've had uh, Mike McDonald, you've had Jesse Minter. Now, why don't you go to the guy that actually coached those guys? That's Wink. That's true. So, I mean, it's everybody's kind of curious as to what what they're going to do following the the. Defensive coordinators that they have brought in from, you know, the NFL to mm-hmm. face NFL talent, which is, let's just call it Ohio State. Yes. And now you're going to have USC, Oregon uh, on the schedule this year. So, you know, let's ramp things up again with uh, with Wink. 
the only question you have, I'm sure uh, he wasn't real popular with New York Giant fans the last couple of years, but he obviously well, did a good job with the Ravens. Uh, the the biggest question you probably have for Wink Martindale is he's 60 years old, and as I can attest, that doesn't mean uh, you get a death sentence. Uh, but how does a 60 year old relate? to the college kids. That's the only question you have. Is he even going to be asked to do any recruiting? Does he want to do recruiting? Who knows? He was the last time he was in college football was he was the D.C. and inside linebackers at, oh, yes, the football power known as Western Kentucky. Uh, but he has spent, obviously, from 2004 yeah, the last through 20 the years. season in the National Football League with the Raiders, Broncos, Ravens, and Giants. So, yes, he is 60 years old. Um, and you know, any 60-year-old trying to connect with 17, 18-year-olds can be a challenge, but what? how old was was Jim Harbaugh? He just turned 60, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. it is possible. He won a national championship. Yeah, I yeah. know. Even though he cheated, but all right. <laughs> how, how no, old? He, just, he just turned 60. That's why he left for the NFL. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How old was uh, was Nick Saban? Yeah, 72. Yeah, so I mean, I, but it's, my but point when, is when you haven't you can done, relate, and you haven't done it in a while. Right, but it doesn't mean my, that you can't no, I, relate. I, I mean, I said that's a question. That's sure. He couldn't. I just find it that the sixty-five-year-old is saying this. Yes, yes. I know. Well, I, I, I preface that. <laughs> I know it's yes, and, and and you you relate very well to my kids. Yeah, that's. True. I know Doug has talked about how uh, you know you you relate to his. Yeah, Children, but that's more as being a goofball. I'm not, as, I'm not recruiting them. Oh, that's all part of I know, the, I know. the the thing. And, and I mean, the he other, does go by Wink. Yeah, yeah. You go by Stony. That's true. Yeah, I mean, they go by nicknames. So, Stony, it's, it's all about bringing Raven concepts and trying to continue oh, I know the exactly. same I, I know. conceptual defense that they've been running the right. last few years. And he was the best available. Yeah, I considering Minner left and I, McDonald went to the Seahawks. I have no problem with it whatsoever. I just had a question about re- more recruiting than anything else. Right, and I'm just giving examples yes. of how it's possible to relate. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's. I know. There are there are 30 year olds that can't relate that's to true. an 18 year old. That's true. And so it's it's. It, it, it will be a question. He hasn't been in college football, hasn't recruited, um, you know, in, in 20 years. So we'll see how that goes. So there are other coaches on the staff that will be lead recruiters. His big selling point is, hey, you come here, I'm going to teach you how to be an NFL player. Right. You're right. Absolutely. So, and, and, and for 17, 16, 17, 18, they all think they're going to the league. Yes. And if you got a guy that, that has connections in the league, that is coached in the league, that can you believe can get you to the league, it really doesn't matter how he relates to them. You know, on, on a personal level, that, that's I just want you to coach me. It's, it's a good thing. So, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I, so, I'm, I mean, I'm, there's, there's a lot of different ways right. to look at it. I, I, right. I, I, we gave you a little bit of a hard I, time I, there, but yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just one question I had. That's yes, all. Yes. I, I hope we've, we've, hope, hope, yes. hope we've at least answered. Well, you know, it's relating. Question. I mean, you have a, a president and a future presidential candidate who can't, I don't know how they relate to anyone, either of those no. guys. I mean, one of them can't remember anyone, so. Yes. The other one thinks they probably relate to three and four-year-olds better than anybody. Yes, exactly. There's, there's got to be a law. You can't, <laughs> you so can't run for president when you're over 70. diapers. Oh, oh, I know. They all do. I know. 
<laughs> Hello, Pope. Right, right. <laughs> one, one says, what is, one diaper says, what is my name? The other one says, I should be king. I mean, it's, it's, oh, get those, yes. Anyway, anyway, uh, on to more pleasant things, the Detroit Pistons. I love getting you off track. <laughs> Actually, it's your last week. Can we do one political segment? I'll sure. just, yeah, I'll, 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 every once know, in a while, sure. I'll, yes, I'll, we can. I'll just light the fire. Um, and throw something out there it's and see if he'll simple. bite on it. It's very simple. Yeah, well, let's you do it now. You don't have to do a segment. You just say there's whack jobs on both sides, and both people shouldn't be running for president, even if one is still president and one used to be a president. I know we had this it's warm weather. I, I hope in honor of Estonia it snows a little next week. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's no, there's no leaves or anything to fall off the tree, so we'll at least know if he sees something that it is snowing. Yeah. Hey, the Pistons won! <laughs> Back to back. Back to back. We're, we're, Frank the Tank, we're streaking. <laughs> it's a quad. Unbelievable. I know. On the road. It, it literally is unbelievable. Uh, 128 to 122 in overtime. The Pistons were down 23 points in the third quarter. They have now won 25% of their games in the last two days. And Stoney, just like you were saying yesterday, <laughs> down 23. I, like I thought this was cash in. We won our game. It's a back-to-back. Let's yes. fold the tent. Mm-hmm. Good and they, for them. And they only had like nine players because of all the... Uh, you only need five. I, I understand that, but you, you have to have eight or I guess you're not going to even play. But they, uh, you know, we all have all the deck chair shifting that went on yesterday. I, oh. I, I Is what's that boat on? Yes. The, the, the SS Titanic Pistol. Man, I, I, I good for them. Duran had 27 and 22 rebounds. They went in overtime. Ivy, 26 points, 7 for 7 from 3. Kate had 23. That's great. I just can't figure out what the hell happened yesterday. Okay. These trades that they made, they didn't get bad players. The ones that they decided not to waive. Right. So, I mean, that is kind of the question that because you have the Restore the Floor uh, podcast and you are tapped into the Pistons and, and the NBA a little bit more than the rest of us here, I am going to somewhat rely upon you to shed some light. What is the plan? I don't know what the plan is. That's the problem. The plan... As obviously to to this point, it sucks. Yeah, just to be clear, it 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 hasn't worked. And look, since the calendar year started, I believe, okay, when they made their first trade with Washington, this is what has happened: the Pistons have given up Marvin Bagley, Isaiah Livers, Alec Burks, Bogdanovich, Knox, Monty Morris, Joe Harris, Killian Hayes, a second round pick, and they've gotten. Quentin Grimes, Fontecchio, Daniel House, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn. <laughs> I, I saw that yesterday. <laughs> I was waiting for that one. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Richie, Richie Diacomo, uh, Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., three second-round picks, and uh, they got Gallinari and Muscala, and then they waved uh, Gallinari yesterday. And Luke yeah. Hancock. <laughs> yeah. Um Irby. Man, <laughs> it's unbelievable. But none of these guys really are – nobody's a game changer. If you're not a deep dive right. into the NBA, you look at that list and you go, who? Exactly. What? Right. 
Okay, so Where? so Grimes and Fontecchio are, are good players. Are, they're useful players. Okay, Fontecchio might be become useful. good. You are useful. Grimes started for the Knicks last year, so he's not. He's not a bad. It's not, I'm not hating the players that they those two that they got, but they didn't. You know what is the most disappointing thing for me is, and who knows, as we like to say, but it was reported. That last year at the deadline, they could have gotten at least a number one for Bogdanovich. Yeah, there were some reports that said they could have got two number ones. I doubt that, but what, oh, okay. what, what, yeah, you're right. What, whatever, it's still very disappointing the return they got for Bogdanovich and Burks. And Burks! Yes. All at the same time. I know. They're basically giving the New York Knicks a chance to go to the NBA Finals. Well, they took all, if, correct me if I'm wrong, they took all their crap last year. They took all their salary. For, for yes, they did, and it helped the it did help the Pistons get Jalen Duran. But yes, you're right; they did help I mean, them out in that aspect too. Yeah, and and now you give them, you, I, I say best best players, um, you know, most productive, most reliable, mm-hmm. and 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 you do, and 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 so I I I am left with, all right, it's been four years now with Troy Weaver. Is that correct? Yes, he said four drafts. Four drafts. Right. All right. And I want to know, did – well, I'll tell you what. I'll ask this question, and you can let me know. Are the Pistons better off today? Is there a path to being better than the Pistons that he inherited? And when we come back, please – let me know your thoughts. All right. 248-539-9797. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We will have our picks coming up at uh, 6.35. Trying to figure out what the hell is going on with the Pistons. Uh, Trading deadline yesterday, and basically they just... Traded uh, a lot of crap for a lot of crap. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you know, with all due respect. Now, obviously, giving up Burks and Bogdanovich are some good players. Uh, they got, you know, Fontecchio, I think, can be pretty good. Exactly what they need. A big guy who can space the floor. Grimes was good two years ago. He's still young, 23 years old. So you have a chance there. They got three second-round picks back. They Whoopee. gave up a second round. I, 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 they needed some things in their war chest because he – he got rid of so many of his other picks can you, to, to can make you, trades. Can you package all all of those second round picks to to trade up into the first round? No, yeah, not usually. Sometimes you all can right. in the bottom so, of the first. But but you, so what assets does he have? No, but you add. But a lot of trades that you see have made are with second round picks, so you can at least get something. So what did he get for the second round picks that he gave up? Oh God, 
That, that's, Nothing. No, yeah. Let's not go through the litany. Right, right, I know. Yeah, right, crack. exactly. So, so right, he got three back and he gave up two. So what's the plan? Yeah, uh, so I know. You, I you, did, you didn't no want plan. second round picks. Now you want second round picks. God, it feels like we're attacking you. I know. <laughs> You're the, the Pistons representative right now, no, um, just, which I know is not true. But correct. I asked the question, the because it's, it's a lesson that we teach our kids. It's a lesson that, that we kind of all somewhat live by that when we do something when we take over something Mm -hmm. and it could be hey when you when you show up you want to leave you show up and you have a picnic you want to leave the site better when you leave than when you showed up maybe you pick up a little bit of trash you throw it away but it's nicer than when you got there um when you take over a job one of the things is that you're hired to improve the situation and whenever it is that you move on hopefully it's decades down the road and you've been very successful, but that you leave it in a better place than when you took over. And I asked the question is, are the Pistons in a better place now than when Troy Weaver took over? Well, player by player, they probably are a little bit, but not, not, not enough for it's substantial. I mean, at the, at the end of his, the season before he got here, which was 2019, Right, they were 500. 500 is not good enough. Well, no, they were no, they were 20 and 46 that year. Okay, I thought he took over after the 19 2019 20 season. They were they finished 20 and 46. Yeah, but he took over before that, wasn't he? No, no, 19. No, okay. Sorry, Stefanski was after that. Anyway, that's right. Eiserman was brought in in 19. My bad. Yeah, it's okay. Um, so like the last game of the season, their roster, I mean, the starting lineup was. Like John Henson, Svi Mihailuk, Tony <laughs> Snell. I mean, Christian Wood's still in the league. Bruce Brown, that's a player they should have kept. But they, they Seku Domboya, that was a great draft choice by Kevin Stefanski, the coach of the year's dad. Um, <laughs> Langston Galloway. Who can forget the great <laughs> Jordan Bone? <laughs> there are eight guys on this roster I don't even remember. Right. Jordan McRae. Who the F is he? Kyrie, T- Brandon Knight, the second time, they were horrific. The problem is when he took over, I mean, they they decided not to bring, like, Blake Griffin back, which was the smart thing to do, and I, yeah. I, I get all that. The, the He just started off on the bad foot because of the draft choice. Right. His first draft, bad lottery luck, gets the seventh pick, and instead of taking any of the Tyrese's, Halliburton, the one I wanted, or even later Tyrese yeah. Maxey, he takes a kid from France Okay, you know, we're rebuilding. You need some time to develop. He, I mean, they waved him yesterday. They got nothing for him because he stinks. And that's on Troy Weaver. And, and that's, where it all, that's where it all started to unravel. And then they got Cade and he got hurt. And it just it was a whole, the, the trades that they made, he, 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 for some reason, he was so into having big guys and they, you know, take chances on Bagley and and Wiseman. I mean, seriously, the be- the best moves he made, the best move he made as general manager is probably, you know, the finagling a way to get Jalen Duran. That was a really good move. Yeah. So- other than that, the other ones were, you know, Cade's, you know, basically lands in his lap. Now he he could be criti- if Cade doesn't become a great player, you could always criticize him for that, but. An Ivy. That one was one where everybody thought Cade was the guy. Right. There Most are, people. Right. Ivy or uh, Matherin, who plays for Indiana, you can go back and forth. Ivy's right now showing that he's pretty damn, he's playing really well. 
So we'll, we'll see. All right. So let me ask you this. Let's work back from some of the GMs that are in the town here. And we'll, I'm going to leave Troy Weaver. Well, let's put a pin in it okay. um, and put that one on the wall there. Um, Steve Eiserman, mm-hmm. five years. Do you see a plan? Yes. Okay. It's taking That's a lot it. longer than fans want, but yes. Right. But there's a plan. All right, and and in in hockey, it could take a little bit longer, like in baseball. But we'll get to him, Scott Harris, in a moment. Brad Holmes, in three years, do you see yes. a plan? Yes. Scott Harris, in just one year. Now I know he's not general manager, but he acted as president and general manager until he's more the general manager. Yeah, but yes. Um, in a year's time, do you see the development? Of a plan. Well, I see what they're going to try to do. So yes, they want you know to take strikes and you know, strike zone and get yeah, guys value like the that. strike zone. Yes. Yeah, he came out and, and talked about that, yes. and they're, they've they've followed that plan by mm-hmm. bringing in guys that um, now he inherited Javi Baez, who's not sure where the strike zone is, right, um, or how long his bat is. But you look and you say there there seems to be a plan. Troy Weaver, I just don't understand. No, and and. I know he's sp- he's speaking at what ten today? Yeah, well, he ain't gonna say anything. Well, I, but that's the thing is, is and, and I know uh, GMs are, don't have to reveal their plan, but you can see their plan revealed in the moves that they make. What is what the hell is the plan? The, 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 the plan is lottery flawed. luck. Yes, that's number one. Number number two is he. Eisenman didn't have lottery luck. I know. The the, the deal is he was a really good talent evaluator for Oklahoma City. When he came here, he thought he could do the same thing. Well, he he couldn't because for some strange reason, he forgot what this, this NBA is about, which is about outside shooting, spacing the floor, big wings. And he's not been able to get those type of players. So I'm not sure what his plan was over the East. We have to have, you know, guys who can play defense. Yeah, you do have to have guys who can play defense, but the, not at the risk of other things. The only thing that you can make sense out of uh, plan-wise throughout this whole thing is he completely threw it all in the tank to get Wemby. Once Cade, once Cade got hurt, yes, absolutely. They threw it all in, and now they're trying to climb back out of that. That's why they... Made all the moves that they did. It was to get him, have Wemby, Cade, and Ivy. We're going to be your hopefully big three with Duran, mm-hmm. and you had a future. Right. That's the only sense I can make of anything. So what is it? What twenty five percent chance to win, or is it was yeah, it something like that? Is it le- is it, it's a little less. Than I get that. confused. Fourteen. That's pretty significant percentage yeah. chances. Right. But if he if it is twenty five, you put it in a one in four chance. Right. And they end up something. And, and they end up fifth too. You know. So yeah. But and. When he did that last year, once Cade got, and I don't think they would have done that and tried to tank if Cade didn't get hurt last year. But they had no choice last year, and then it was the right thing to do. But that, that, that's not a plan. That's not a. You have to. You have to be able to see what this game is turning into. Right. And he has not been able to do that, and that's why he shouldn't be able to run the draft next year. Well, I mean, so you've got free agency, you've got drafts. We've obviously seen. <laughs> What he can do on the trade market. Yeah. And I don't necessarily, and, and we love Troy as a, as a person. This has nothing to do uh, with him as not. an individual. But as his, you know, the, the decision-making process that he's going through or those that he's relying upon to help him make those decisions, it has been woefully awful. Wow. That could be a problem, too, like too many chefs in the kitchen. 
Okay, but so again, you got to have leadership. Right. And if that's the case, you're the one making the choices, the right. decisions. You've got to take ownership of that. And if there's too many people giving you input, then right. then, then cut it out. Right. I mean, if, if, if we believe what we've heard, he didn't even want Monty Williams. Our telephone number is 248-539-9797. Uh, let's get on to something a little more fun. Let's make our picks. Oh, yeah. That's coming up next. 97-1, the ticket. Ladies and gentlemen, the best place to go when you're in Las Vegas to watch sports. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time for the picks. The last one of the season. Brought to you by Amish Direct Furniture. Uh, it is impossible for any of us to catch John Jansen. So congratulations, John. Thank you. Victory Be lap. comfortable. Nine game lead. His overall record 64 and 47. That's incredible when you're forced to make the picks that we're doing. We don't, you don't get to choose which games you want to pick. Mm -hmm. You're being forced. It's that's um, remarkable. Good job, Greg. uh, Nobody else is over 500. Greg's 55 and 56. Gov's 51 and 60. I'm 50 and 61. The battle for the toilet bowl between me and Gov. All right. Uh, we begin. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl, we find a lot of cross-sport things that I kind of love as well. All right, we'll start off. Both Michigan and Michigan State play college basketball games tomorrow. Yes. Uh, Michigan plays Nebraska. Michigan State plays Illinois. What's going to be higher? The combined points of Michigan and Michigan State in their games, not their opponents, in th- their what they score versus McCaffrey and Pacheco combined rushing yards. And I'm going to go with... Michigan and Michigan State. I think they'll get around 150, and I think that I think Pacheco will get about 85 to 90, and McCaffrey just a little bit under 60 because he's going to do passing yards as well. So I'm yeah. going to go uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Mm. John, I'm going to go opposite you okay. because You're the winner. I I think, <laughs> I don't know that th- that Michigan, Michigan State gets a 150. That might be a little bit aggressive. I'm thinking more 130-ish, 135. And if that's the case, even if I take the numbers that you believe yeah. that McCaffrey Pacheco will get. Now, Pacheco, uh, we heard after the NFC Championship game that uh, the defensive coordinator for uh, the San Francisco 49ers, not happy with their defense, is challenging them, but you can't make wholesale changes throughout the course of, of just two weeks. Even if the focus is to try and stop the run, I think that they find a way on the ground to get some yardage and McCaffrey. I, 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 there's a chance that he could just simply go off. This is a game where I think he just says, give me the damn ball. Let me go win the game. And they're going to still spread it around. Mm -hmm. But I think that he probably runs for 85 to 90, which means Pacheco in my little system here needs maybe 50. And, and we, we, we go with the rushing yards. So give me McCaffrey and Pacheco. I'm going to go with John here as well, take the the rushers. And look, they can say they want to challenge their defense and stop the run. If your defensive coordinator's game plan going up against Pat Mahomes is to stop the running game and let Patrick Mahomes have his, you're screwed. So they'll let Pacheco still get his. That's why I'm taking the rushers. Greg. Great point. Michigan and Michigan State are not good. McCaffrey and Pacheco are good. I'll take the rest of <laughs> yeah, that's, I'll take the good over the bad. <laughs> that's a good one. All right, next up. Patrick Mahomes passing yards versus the winning total score at the Waste Management Open 
in Scottsdale, Arizona. So who, what's going to be a higher number, Mahomes passing yards or the winning total score at the Waste Management Open? John. I, I think Mahomes is probably going to throw for somewhere between 220, 240. And again, I don't think that he's a, that, he, that they're going to have to rely just on him because they are going to try and stop him. And they may say, you know what, we'll stop him. And if we can stop him, we're going to let Pacheco run around, which gets me to my first win. My second win is going to be taking the winning toll score, winning total score of the Waste Management Open. I think that is higher than Patrick Mahomes' passing total. Gov. I think you do this one every year, don't you? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. so I think winning total score, you're looking at a, a, what, par for the entire tournament is 288. Right. 16 under wins it. Patrick Mahomes over under 272. I will go under. So I'm going with... uh, You're going with the total score? Total score, yes. Greg? It's not about what you think is going to happen. It's about likely outcomes. Patrick Mahomes can get to 300 yards passing in his sleep. I'll take Mahomes. Uh, I think Mahomes is going to throw for about 250, and I think the winning score of golf is going to be about 267, 268. Give me the golf. Yeah. All right, uh, next up. Mahomes Island. <laughs> That's not a bad place to be. No. Next <laughs> up, a little local. I went that in the picks the previous week against the Ravens. Uh, the, next up, a little uh, local flavor here. Jake Moody, total points scored. So that's obviously field goals and extra points versus the total goals. Or fake field goal. In the Pass to Jake Moody. You're correct. The Wings-Canucks game Saturday afternoon. Gov. This is tough because the Wings are coming off such a layoff. Yeah, I have no idea like what to expect from them. I'm going to take Moody here. I think this could be a game of a, quite a bit of field goals. The one trap here is if they get down, <laughs> they're not going to kick any field goals. That's what happens against the Chiefs sometimes. But I'm going to go with Moody here. Greg, I'm going to take Moody. Two field goals, which is not, uh, you know, not uncommon. You're already right. at six points, so I'll take Moody. Yes, uh, I agree. I'm going to take Jake Moody too because if he gets two field goals and Two extra points. I mean, that means the 49ers would score 20 points. And I think, I mean, the, yeah, the 49ers scored 20 points. Yeah. Yeah. Moody, the, the, the Wings Canucks game, 4 3, maybe tops. So, yeah. Moody. And, and I think the, the San Francisco 49ers probably score at least three touchdowns. So that's three extra points and one field goal, maybe a field goal early. That's six. And I, I, it just the odds to me point to, to Jake Moody. And if they have two field goals plus an extra point or two, now you're sitting there looking at seven or eight. Mm-hmm. Give me Jake Moody. All right. The, My man. The over-under for this uh, contest is 47 and a half points. Gov, over, or excuse me, Greg, over or under? 47 and a half. Uh, unders are no fun. I root for things to happen. Give me the over. Uh, I think it's going to be a, like a, I don't know. 27-24 game, so I'm going to take the over as well. John? Yeah, I think I, I. this might be just like was talked about for the Lions, a race to 30. And I, even though the Chiefs have a really good defense, I think the offense for the San Francisco 49ers, so many different weapons, so many different ways to attack the defense. They're going to be in conflict. They're going to score some points, and we know that Patrick Mahomes can do the same thing, and he can do it a lot of different ways. So I'm going to take the over as well. All right. Gov. 
Yeah, I think everything like in this game points to taking the under, but I just have a tough time doing that in a Super Bowl. This is a pretty low total for a Super Bowl. Yeah. It usually 51, 52. Mm-hmm. Things happen. Especially there's, des- with Mahomes. there's desperation. Yeah. I could see Purdy easily throwing a pick six in this game and just jacking up the total. So I'll go over. All right. Finally, the actual game itself. The 49ers are favored by two and a half points. I'm torn on this one. I I want to take the 49ers. I really do. But as like everybody says, how can you bet against Patrick Mahomes getting points, even though it's only two and a half? The 49ers, I think, are the better complete team, even though they short at the quarterback position. Uh, but I'm – what the hell? I'm going with the champs. Give me – the Chiefs and Mahomes. They're going to have to tear down that uh, banner that Stoney put up after week three. That's yes. right. John. Yes. Um, I, I, same thing. I just I'm, – I'm amazed that the Chiefs are even here with the way that they struggled at times offensively. And we saw some drops by Kelsey. We saw some drops by other teams. And this is a year where they've had to shift their offense. It's more, they're getting more yards after catch than they ever have. It's a lot of screens. It's a lot of short passes. And they find ways to yuck up yards. They find ways to to get in the end zone and just continue to add points. And it's simply Patrick Mahomes. I... I picked against him last week, and that's the last time I think I pick up against Patrick Mahomes. I just can't do it in the Super Bowl like this. He's a gamer. He's the best player in the NFL. Even though he's not the MVP this year, he's still the best player in the NFL. So give me Mahomes. Give me the Chiefs. Gov. Yeah, I'm going Chiefs, too. Many of the same reasons you guys said. And then I just don't think the Niners have played very well since they lost to Baltimore yeah. uh, on Christmas. And look what the Chiefs did to Baltimore. And you look at what the Baltimore did. I know it doesn't always work that way, but I think it does when you have the best coach and the best quarterback in the league. Just it's a trust thing here. Yeah. And I think I think Purdy is not going to play well early. He may recover. Kind of like against the Lions. This is the second best defense in the NFL he's playing against. Look I, what they did to the NFL MVP. I, I agree. I think. Early on, though, they find ways to get the ball in and out of Purdy's hands and into all of those guys that are 1,000 yards. You know, I mean, they have so many different weapons. Steve a lot listen, healthier this listen, week. Listen, he yeah. wasn't a good head coach, but Steve Bagnola is a tremendous defensive coordinator. I 100% and agree. I think he's sitting there rubbing his hands together and has With a something. young quarterback. Yep. I, I, I agree, and that's why it's I'm in conflict about this pick, but Mahomes is the one that just takes me over the top. Greg. The Chiefs might have Patrick Mahomes, they might have Travis Kelsey, and they might have Andy Reid, but I'm going to pick the team with the better defense. I'm going with the Kansas City Chiefs. That's right. It's the fake reverse. Give me the Chiefs. We all took the Chiefs. (laughs) Yes. Wow. The Chefs. And we all took the over. (laughs) Holy cow. All right. 23-17 Niners that we're going with. Those (laughs) are the picks. Stoney and Jansen, 97-1. The ticket. Hey, when it comes to managing your finances, you need a bank that gets you and is genuinely interested in your success. That's why I bank with First Merchants Bank. Whether it's your personal banking or day-to-day, whether it's your business banking or day-to-day personal banking, First Merchants Bank is 100% interested in helping you prosper. First Merchants Bankers are attentive. They sat down with me and asked to be questions. They wanted to know, how many kids do I have? How many kids do I have going to college eventually? Well, hopefully all of them. Uh, how many girls do I have? How many weddings is that going to be? And they built the plan that it fit my financial 
situation and my family situation. And when you make the switch to First Merchants Bank, you're also going to get access to their highly rated mobile banking app with innovative personal finance tools. Plus, they're deeply connected to the community's needs because it's their community as well. And they volunteer and donate on a regular basis to local causes to ensure that we all continue to prosper together. This, in totality, is the difference of 100% interest in you. For a better banking experience, visit firstmerchants.com. That's firstmerchants.com, First Merchants Bank, helping you prosper. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. 248-539-9797. John, uh, lines, uh, Dave Burkett reported, uh, and it's really no surprise because it was just speculation that it might happen because of his health, but uh, Frank Ragnall uh, will be back next year. That's 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 great news. Yes, um, for Detroit Lions for that offensive line because the, the question marks is, you know, will Graham Glasgow be back? Will Jonah Jackson? What what are they going to do there? How do they, if any of them, leave in, via free agency? What are they going to do to address the offensive line? Now, you know, Colby Sorsdahl is there. We saw him at times throughout the year and. Do they believe that he'll develop enough this offseason to be a guy that they can plug in as a starter at guard? I didn't see that, um, but he may be a guy that can be a reliable backup. But this takes that off the table that they're going to have to find another stud center. Right, and he's, well, I think Sewell's their best player on the offensive line. He might be the best player on on the team. Sewell might be the best player in the city right now. However, uh, Ragnall might be the most important. Right. Yeah, he might be the, the MIP. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> the <Yeah>, mop. But... <laughs> Offensive line. Yeah, I know. yeah. yeah Outstanding. Yes. We all thought he'd be back. I just think, though, when you actually you read a headline like this and you see it, he's probably not going to play more in a couple more years. Probably and, not. So, and, and, and you can't necessarily count on him to play 17 games. Right. Right. He's 27 years old. He's only 27 years old. You would think you'd get him to 33. That's probably unlikely. So what we've been talking about, fans realize – how much they need to address this offensive line yep. this offseason because it's what stirs the whole offense. Yeah, I mean, that that would be part of the plan. Hmm, a plan. Amazing. The general manager might <laughs> yeah. have a plan. And, and, and here's the other the thing center. about yes. Frank is, and, and I'm glad he came out and said this, I'm not surprised that he did at this time because there is nothing more annoying than people continually asking you throughout the offseason, what are you doing? What are you doing? Are you going to be here? Are you going to be back? What are you, what are you doing? That is... So annoying. So for him, I'm I'm glad that he was he felt comfortable to make this decision at this point. It's like people people asking if you're going to retire or not. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, yeah get that. I'm not okay. I'm not retiring. Either is he. Good. Me and Frank, we have so Good much. For in, both. We have so much in common. Yes. All right. Um, speaking of Frank Rag, now he was one of the uh, nominees for the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, which was the uh, highlight, so to speak, or the it was the end of the um, NFL honors. And the weirdest thing about that, uh, not the Ca- Cameron Hayward of the Pittsburgh Steelers won. It was a great, his speech was incredible. Uh, Ironhead's son, obviously the brother of former Spartan and now current Steeler as well, Connor Hayward. Um, you know who presented the trophy, uh, presented the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award? No. Prince Harry. I thought it was like it came out and said, well, what are they going to do, like a Carson Wentz joke or something? Prince Harry, who went, was in London to visit his father for like a half hour because yeah. he has cancer, yeah. came back to present the Walter Payton, man. It was just, what? The, something doesn't fit here. Anyway, um, a lot of the awards were pretty much expected. Lamar Jackson gets the uh, 
MVP award. Uh, the Cleveland Browns did great. I mean, Miles Garrett got the Defensive Player of the Year. No surprise. Joe yeah. Flacco got the Comeback Player of the Year. Um, the one that might have been a surprise was that, that Kevin Stefanski got the Coach of the Year. Yeah. And I know everybody around here thinks that Dan Campbell should have got I kind of thought D'Amico Ryans was going to get it because everybody had that team. You know, the Lions were at least supposed to at least make the playoffs. Houston – People were saying going into the season, I don't know what their over-under total was before, but it was probably like four or five games. And they made it to the playoffs. With a with rookie quarterback. The rookie quarterback. Yeah. So D'Amico Ryans. And it was like the closest vote ever. Uh, and it was decided because uh, Ryans had more, excuse me, Stavansky had one more first place vote. But their to- vote totals were completely the same. And Jim Schwartz got the assistant coach of the year. Ben Johnson, I believe, was third. Now, the, uh, it was Las Vegas, so they started off with a lot of Cirque du Soleil and uh, our boy Keegan-Michael Key of Detroit, big Lion fan and star. He was the MC, and here's some snippets of his monologue. We'll start with the talking about whether the NFL is scripted. He also, of course, uh, dwelled on the, um, the love affair between uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. <laughs> well done, well said. Uh, and uh, some more about uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, and then, well done. Then he had to address the elephant in the room, his hometown team. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, it stung a little bit, but you know, yeah. he, well, he, he, he that's comedy. Yes, exactly, and yeah, I, I it's, it's they do such a good job with that with that show right now. Um, it, it's fine. It used to be they used to do it the night before. Now they do it, you know, obviously you know, a few nights before. And I was surprised because usually, if a, a person who wins an award is one of the uh, participating teams, yeah. they're not there. But McCaffrey got the offensive player of the year award, and he was there. Yeah, well, I mean, and when you do this. A few days ahead of time, mm-hmm. you you have that opportunity and the time difference too. They probably just got off. You know, it it, it aired at nine o'clock Eastern, so six o'clock out there. He probably got done practice. I don't know three thirty four o'clock. Probably. Yeah, it was early enough in the day to be able to not 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 to be too late to get to bed. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, get his very valuable rest. Yes. All right. Uh, our telephone number is two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll take your texts as well. Uh, let's get into the Super Bowl. Who do you think is going to win? Why? And um, do you care who wins? Well, we're not going to get in whether you're going to watch it again. That uh, we, we did that yesterday. We beat that one down. Yes, we did. But are you sick of the Chiefs at all? Do you like dynasties? 97 won the ticket. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.